This NFL draft grades and rookie of the year odds edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. Get started today and you'll get a risk free bet up to $500. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at winbet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is your home to free daily video picks from SGPN. It's like YouTube for sports gambling. Make sure to subscribe to our profile at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. We're also brought to you by Roman. Roman is the straightforward way to take care of your ED. Just head to getroman.com slash SGP for $15 off your first month. That's getroman.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy from April 29th to May 4th. If you deposit on Underdog Fantasy, you'll have a chance to win $1 million in their best ball contest. That's right, $1 million. Sign up now at underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. Who in the hell is Mel Kuyper in a way? Welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan, real money Kramer. What's happening? Kramer dog. Uh, love the energy level, Sean. Thanks. Love it. Everything, man. The draft happened. I, I am, I am here. I am here. I, I am wherever you are. I'm right next to you. I'm up here. I assume you're up weed, here somewhere. Eagles also, I, I think you've had a pretty good draft. Yeah, but really, we're bearing the lead because congratulations to us. We were owners of the Kentucky Derby future oh. winner, <laughs> Medina Spirit. I mean, is there anything better than watching a horse prediction come true and and touting the shit out of it? We were we were hard Medina spirit. Of course, if you're listening to the podcast and and obviously you're an avid listener, you Love are it. all over it. We even gave it out when we did the FSGA serious uh, fantasy <laughs> draft. We gave it out February 23rd. Ryan, we Which, gave out Medina spirit. And we picked it as a future. I think it, it at that time it was like twenty to one. It was ended 21. up closing around fifteen down to twelve to one, depending on the pair mutual wager and whatever it was. Huge fucking win! Congratulations, Medina Spirit. Congratulations, us. Shout out, of course, to Malcolm for turning us oh. on to Medina Spirit. It was a it was a great uh, event in the uh, in the office. Colby came over, had some made some mint juleps. Colby, of course, uh, did not bet on Medina Spirit, even though asked me who to bet on. Corporate pop. That's annoying. I'll tell you why. I'm annoyed. I'll tell you why he didn't bet on Medina Spirit. He learned of a horse named Soup and Sandwich. Oh, what? Soup and Sandwich? Oh man! So he saw the name Soup and Sandwich and was just so infatuated with the idea of a sandwich. He he locked it in and uh, he went with Soup and Sandwich, Ryan. Even though. I told him, "Go, Medina Spirit. What are you doing, Colby?" Couldn't listen. You know what? Hopefully, you had the win betting app because, whew, I mean, I don't know if they're going to be able to afford sponsoring the show anymore if we keep giving out winners. 
like the Kentucky Derby future, like a bunch of the uh, nice draft predictions we threw out. And again, make sure to check out our daily MLB picks page, NBA picks page, NHL picks page. Take some of those free picks, pick your favorite ones, and head over to the Win Bet. That's right, download the Win Betting app over at WinBet.com. New customers, you get that special offer of up to a $500 risk free sports bet. That's right, up to $500 completely risk free. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at WinBet.com. They got it all over a WinBet. Again, live in game wagering. Sweet, sweet. Parlay boost, and I know the uh, hashtag Dejans only love them some parlay boost. So get in over on the winbet.com app and download the app today. Kramer, we are live on YouTube. We are live on the locker room app. We're going to be giving out NFL draft grades. Of course, if you love your team's NFL draft, if you hate your team's NFL draft, maybe yeah, your team uh, was going to draft a receiver, then a conniving, super smart. Uh, other team traded up right in front of you, snaked your receiver. That, you want to throw? Is that your take? You want to throw a receiver in the? Uh, you want to throw your GM in the locker? Whatever you want to do, we're on the locker room line. Calls are open. Give us a ring. We will talk to anyone. Promise. Uh, I mean, look, I, I think m- most. Well, right. I and I feel like we should. We're gonna get can, into can the I, draft grades. Let's let's not fin- let's finish the Kentucky Derby thing though, because this is important the experience of watching the Kentucky Derby and just the horse race in general, when you have money on it is exhilarating. It's like if if you rolled the dice and craps and it took two minutes for the dice to land, it was awesome because you, it started out the uh, Medina spirit got out to the lead early. And I was like, ah, shit. Cause I feel like I've had this happen to me before with horse races and even Baffert and some of the handicapping that I read said, this horse doesn't come from behind. And so the idea was like, okay, it started out hot. I, eventually, one of these other horses are going to come and take Sean, it down. But it's never been passed. Yes, that's a crazy <laughs> stat. And so it, it was one of those things where, like, I for whatever reason, I knew this, and I, I was watching with my youngest daughter, and I explained this to her, and she got super. You know, she had some money. She had some fake bucks on the game <laughs> on the on the horse uh, slash ten ten dollars of uh, of of her hard earned uh, slime creation money and. Boom. Slime hustle. Well, I mean, this horse gets out, and it's like, okay, that's good, right? We talked about the position shouldn't hurt Medina Spirit. It didn't. It hurt some other horses. Got out in front, and then what I love to see in an athlete, Sean, and that's yeah. right. I'm I'm calling Medina Spirit an athlete when that I don't know who it was coming down the strengths like Mord Mordor or whatever the fuck it was <laughs> Mordor uh, when when it was coming in there. Medina Spirit felt it and just kind of, just a slight little like Carl Malone shimmy, little elbow, slide that that their, Chuck Charles hat. Barkley like Zion Williams ass a little bit over, boom, boxed it out and uh, pure joy. Sean, I put a ridiculous amount of money on this horse. Oh I went God. I went big as well because I had I I you know did the try box did the straight up win and then I found myself with like an extra little pile of cash. In the old horse racing account, I go, oh, Medina Spirit. So I already had it to win, and then like doubled up a little bit extra on Medina Spirit. And Kramer, I really saw heart out of that horse. I haven't seen heart before out of a horse, but that horse had heart. To me, I couldn't help but think of the Eagles in 2017, Nick Foles coming in, the underdog story. I mean, 
Medina spirit was bought for a thousand dollars. Now quickly flipped for 35 grand. Yeah. But I mean, this horse, the ultimate underdog story, Nick Foles vibes out of that horse. And Sean, we same cock size, bringing it all the way back to the contest. We were in the futures contest, February 23rd, the ridiculousness of hitting a horse two months out, three months out. Um, but the other three horses that were selected in that contest, yes, weren't in the Kentucky Derby. I know. I mean, That's the fact that crazy. we even got the got the horse into the race. Uh, I met, I asked Malcolm early in the week, and I said, "How are we feeling about Medina Spirit?" And he said, "Medina Spirit's in the race." So <laughs> look, that that was super fun. Uh, look, I, I don't know what it was, but I was just feeling spunky that Saturday. I had wa- just watched the Formula One qualifying. Yeah, I was like, "This race is gonna suck." I'm not. Ryan, gonna- when's the Formula One content dropping? We're working you're, on it. We're working on it. You're spending all this time watching, reviewing, winning money, and you're you're withholding Formula One it's, content it's just from not, the DJ. It's just not an American like style of gambling. Uh, anyway, we'll see. And I watched the qualifying, and I'm like, "The race is gonna suck," so I'm not gonna get to bet on the race in the same. I don't think it's gonna be a fun race to bet on. So I go, I, I'm just all in. Let's just shove, all right? Like let it ride, shove it in. And uh, you know, when you go 200, 200, 200 across on the win place show for Medina spirit at, at what did it close at Sean? 13 to one, was 13 it? to one. Yeah. Or maybe thir- 12 to at one, 13 to one. And you, and you just crush it. Mm, the rest of the day feels good. Immediately went down to K town, Korean barbecue, <laughs> baby got a nice spread. Just eight Sean ate like a King delicious came home, slept like a King woke up, <laughs> reviewed the giants draft. I'm, I'm sky high right now. There's, I mean, literally and figuratively couldn't be happier. Couldn't be higher at where it, where we gotta be what 14, 14,000 feet right now, because goddamn Dave Where's Gettleman, baby, Medina we? spirit and Dave Gettleman. You know, the joke, the joke is that uh, Dave Gettleman traded back for next year's draft to take Medina spirit with the number two pick thoroughbred uh, baby. Gold right. jacket. Let's uh, let's transition over to the NFL <laughs> well, draft. We should cheers oh, yes, the, the win. Well, well, we cheers can cheers the, the win, win. The Kentucky Derby also cheersing our thousandth episode. Ryan, you know, like no uh, like great coaches, great athletes. We didn't even realize the thousandth episode episode was happening. Yeah, drinking some delicious. Colby over there. Yeah, drinking some. Uh, you know, drinking some high end whiskey here, uh, Blanton. So it's shout really out. Good. Shout out Just to sipping that beautiful whiskey you guys gave me. For <laughs> shout out to the uh, awesome listeners who hooked us up with that, and and shout out to you guys for supporting us on this nice run, getting to the thousandth episode. But yeah, uh, honestly. We just take it one podcast at a time, and we were just focused on all the winning bets and great content uh, that we were gonna that we do have planned for you. We're gonna do our NFL draft grades. We're gonna wrap things up with our offensive rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year bets. There's some uh, there's some fun stuff going there. Of course, we're coming to you from our fully vaccinated uh, draft studio, which again they kept uh, bring mentioning that every time they shot to a different. <laughs> the different draft area. They had the fully vaccinated logo. Uh, if you missed the draft stream, it, it was that was awesome too. And again, thanks everyone for calling in. But the Roger Goodell chair sketch was just pretty brutal. And and I don't like they they brought up the fan to sit in Roger Goodell's chair, and then they didn't announce the pick. Like at least let them announce the pick. It was Can, it was very bad. It was odd for many reasons. Uh, they didn't test it though. Like these, 
they picked a chair that was too soft. Yes. And people were sinking into it. A lot of a lot of heavy set fans the having av- trouble popping out. Yeah. There were very low twitch athletes that they cast in the uh, uh, no twitch, no twitch, <laughs> no explosiveness. Their spark well, scores are bottoming out. They're but I mean, I, look if you 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 could have at least asked people to sit on an exercise ball and stand up and see what it looked like. <laughs> they need to do <laughs> some sort of screening process. I'm sure you again a lot of NFL fans are over three bills and shout out to those uh, fans. I know from the merch orders, we got some, we got some, there's a reason we don't sell mediums (laughs) and below exactly. (laughs) And shout out, shout out to the big boned NFL fans, but it it is a TV show. And if you're, you can't, these chairs, these giant stuffy chairs that these people sink into just, it's just not ideal. Should have, should have figured that out. Of course, Aaron Rodgers. we hit on it a little bit on the live draft cast. We had a, uh, a long argument <laughs> in the studio about Aaron Rodgers. Now, of course, he's still demanding the trade. He's also he basically it's come down to Aaron Rodgers wants the GM fired or he's not going to play football, which to me, he's acting like a petulant child. I have very very Hold on, Sean. Look at the camera and talk. I have <laughs> very little sympathy for Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is acting like a petulant child. Okay, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, what do you, what do you want? You want a left tackle that's an all-pro? They got you that. You want an all-pro wide receiver? They got you that. You want Aaron Jones re-signed, which is something that you asked for. You got it. Yeah, you don't get every single thing you want. And the Packers draft class, why did the Packers lose that game against the uh against the Tampa Bay Bucks at home? A big reason was their pass defense. They use a first round pick on a cornerback. Now, yeah, maybe some of their drafts haven't been amazing, but the team has done a good job of putting a roster around you. And to that point, tell me a, a city where he's going to where his football situation is greatly upgraded. You don't like people in the front office for personal reasons? Okay, I get it. You're a petty bitch, but come on. If you agreed to play for the city of Green Bay, you sign the contract, man up and play football. I get it. You don't like these people. Talk, you know, go up and talk shit to them in their face. He's he's done a horrible job handling and mechanics-wise the way he did it was bad too. He should have announced this a week out and set up a bidding war for him on the trade market. I, I think he's done everything wrong here, and I, I hope the the Packers don't trade him. I mean, it, it, this wouldn't be the first time this show specifically. I mean, dating way back to the early Jordy Nelson days, we were on to Aaron Rodgers. He's uh, a, he's just got an attitude le- problem. Lending to, to he, be he's wh- a miserable guy who doesn't get along with people. I, I think that's fair to say about Aaron Rodgers. Do you ever wonder why he dropped in the first round, the NFL draft? I mean, there, there. Look back then, this kind of information, like this guy's a weirdo. Yeah, he can't relate with football people. Like or he thinks he's better than life. us. Yeah, I mean, you don't talk to your parents. No, but forget that. Like, imagine like people who are like that, right? People who are willing to stand on a high ground or, or a low ground and not budge are also likely to, to, to be fucking socially weird. They're also likely to have bad opinions that they're wrong about. And so you're, you're telling me that, that, that maybe if we were to go back and talk to some of those GMs on why they passed on Aaron Rodgers, it wasn't because they got him in a room and they're like, there's something off about this kid. <laughs> that, I mean, if I was one of those GMs that passed on Rodgers, I'm, I'm playing this up and saying, that's why we passed on him. But you know, these type of people and every organization I've been in, whether they're a high performing individual like Aaron Rodgers or not, there are just some people that believe the world is out to get them. 
everything. Oh, these haters, they're always coming at me. It's like, Hey buddy, you're doing a good job on the show or, or whatever you're doing. Don't worry about the haters. Just keep doing what you're doing and perform at a high level. Oh, they're out to get me. Everyone's out to get me. Like, what are you talking about? They create this world. Are we talking about Colby? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying like some people believe they're always the victim and that the world's out to get them, even though they're succeeding and being successful. Yeah. I mean, they you're right. still they're, feel that it's way. because they're miserable fucks and they don't yeah. know what happiness should feel like. I mean, that's what happens when you hit, like you try to, 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 to act like you need Danica Patrick. Like she's the answer. All right. Like, dude, no, no one has a problem with it. All right. Like what, whatever you're into, that's cool. This is 2021. Yeah. I talked to my kids about non-binary and binary not in the context of fucking computer engineering or Thank math. You for participating in All the right? sports gambling podcast. <laughs> this exactly. is the time for Aaron Rodgers to be a quarterback, to be whatever he wants to be, to be Let the host of Jeopardy. Flag fly, but I, the one thing I, I will say, I, I don't understand the perspective from like I, I would love to know what went down that because the the point that is objectively like a non argument is where does his situation get better. Now I will say I saw a tweet earlier tonight that the Giants are somehow on the. That was first off. <laughs> shout like, out to shout out to uh, fake, right? Zach. No, I mean oh, I don't real? think so. Oh, okay, but I mean this guy. I, I don't. He's not like Schefter. Put hey, it that way. This fashion guy. scene in New York is. Mm. It, uh, supposedly Aaron Rodgers wants the West Coast. I, I think Green Bay. If they do trade him, they'll go non-conference. But you know, yeah, like the. <laughs> The the thing about uh the Giants is and Nagel's Bagels I think shared the tweet was when asked about did they the Giants Gettleman in one of his press conferences it's none of his business they asked him yes did you call about Aaron Rodgers or at least inquire he goes that's none of my Sean, business on some level can I ask you a very honest question yeah you love Dave Gettleman. Like <laughs> why? At, like you would love to have a beer with Dave Gettleman. Oh no. Yeah. I, I, if you I think, added NFL GMs, like, yes, I think he's probably, pr- he's probably a fun hang. I would like to have a, a, a shot of whiskey with him at the SGPN bar here yeah, at headquarters. Yeah. That being said, he's got a sweet Boston accent and, and we on can, brand. Yeah, <laughs> it's a baby. In another life, he's man. probably he a stumbles super over, fan. He stumbles over the same words as Boston Capper. <laughs> Bermuda grass, Bermuda grass. Um, uh, you know, we can get into what I thought of their moves and their drafts because I'm not as high as uh, some on the media, but I, I get it. You want to? They're they're buying into Danny Dimes, and you don't want to undersell your quarterback. You can just say something like, "Hey, we're always, you know, I, we're not, we're not looking to make a move." But again, I follow the news, and I'm always, I'm always abreast of what's going on. It's none of my business. If I was one of the reporters, I would follow up and say, "As general manager of the New York Giants, the MVP of the league, possibly being available for trade, how does that not qualify as your business?" Yeah, I mean, I think you need to watch the video. Like a, mo- a lot of what he says is in jest, and I think in this tongue in cheek. I think in this case, well, he that was, makes it less funny, right? Uh, yeah, un- unfortunately, but he. <laughs> I mean, Sean, you'd you'd love this guy. He calls a guy who's like fifty years old, kid. You know, like a, rep- a beat reporter who's been on the beat for thirty five years. It, it's just, I, I think, I think he is reach. He's reaching the stage of like crazy grandpa. And I think if you wrote down everything he said, it, some of it would would like this is going to sound ridiculous. Obviously, <laughs> New York was on the list. Though. I don't know how I feel about that. All right, Kramer, let's get to it. Kinda, I kind of feel like the team has a quarterback. 
Let's get to the draft grades. Before we do that, I want to shout out Underdog Fantasy. Best ball is back here to stay. Love the Underdog product. Glad we could get them on board. And of course, sign up before May 4th. You'll have a free chance to enter uh, their $1 million best ball mania tournament, which is, I, I think it's open now. Again, all you got to do underdogfantasy.com, use a promo code SGPN. You get $25 free. You can use that to enter the best ball mania to a best ball tournament for a chance to win $1 million tomorrow night. We're going to be doing uh, a live underdog best ball draft. So again, make sure you sign up tonight or whenever you're hearing Monday this Monday, night. Monday morning for the live draft Monday night. We're going to be tweeting out that link at gambling podcast first come first serve, but you want to be signed up in time. So you don't miss that. And we're going to be running a bunch of uh, private best ball drafts coming up. Great product. Can't recommend it enough. Underdogfantasy.com promo code S G P N. Oh, Kramer. And uh, before we get to that, we do have a new sound drop courtesy of uh, Southern Illinois Salukis who went down, unfortunately gave it all they could uh, gave it all they had. I mean, tough break there at the end. Shout out to stone 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 was throwing stones and they, they, I mean, they played a hell of a game and, and we, I'm we sure got the, we got the mic waiting for you, bro. I, I'm sure they're not, they don't strike me as a team that's going to be happy losing. And, and that's what you love about the Salukis in Southern Illinois, but left it all on the table, of course, covered the 15 and a half. So uh, God bless them. But this was a uh, great drop and a shout out to the listener who sent that in. Sorry, Sean. I'm fighting with my mic over here. Okay. While you're fighting with your mic, I'm going to adjust the thermostat. All right. Wow. You want me to wait and play this drop when you get back, Sean? You're like a, you're like an alpha. What is it? Hot or cold? Hot. Yeah. Alpha Sean probably did some working out. You take a little bit too much pre-workout. I'm on that Nick Sirianni pre-workout. I just, what's that rock, paper, scissor against the wall. Well, the, uh, when they, when they drafted the uh, Alabama offensive lineman, he goes, coach, you just mad. I beat you in rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> it's a great O lineman. All joke. right. Here All we right go. Let it rip. <laughs> like that was Avante Cox. They worked up a nice little uh, end around for him. Cox around the outside. He's in there. Uh, he is in there. Well, is Our, this man working out or having sex? Let's do it. AFC East. We're, we're going to break it down by division draft grades. And of course, feel free to call in on the locker room line. If you don't have a locker room, sports gambling podcast.com, click that locker room uh, link, get you going. And it is on uh, Android as well. I know uh, we have a lot of Android listeners who are bummed out. <laughs> now you can get involved. That. New England Patriots, Ryan. It's a baby fucking wheel, man. What did they do? Well, they did a lot of. Uh, <sighs> A lot of drafting here and there, of course. Obviously, getting Mac Jones. You want me to read them off, Sean, or you got it? Yeah, I don't think we need to go through their entire draft. I mean, you know, Mac Jones, Christian Barmore, Ronnie Perkins. They didn't. They didn't draft a racist kicker this year. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I Andre Stevenson. I, I couldn't give. I forgot enough. about that story. Is he still on the team? I uh, probably not. It was a tough year for a racist kicker. It was a real tough year. What's to your be. what's your draft grade on what the Pats did? Uh, you know, I, I'm I'm going to be honest, Sean. I I considered going lower, uh, but I went C. Uh, mm. I I didn't do pluses or minuses. That's bullshit. I did. 
I uh, went straight up A B C D. You, F. Well, you sound like uh, Siriani. You like simple systems. Well, I tried to keep it simple for you. I know you're into simple <laughs> systems. See, here's why Mac Jones. I, I just like. I don't know what they're doing. I, I really like if they were going to go get the quarterback, go get the quarterback. Don't settle for Mac uh, Jones. Uh, I, I, well, I guess I don't love, I don't love Mac Jones. I, I, think I, well, yeah, I guess, I guess I disagree. I, I like Mac Jones in this Patriots offense. I, I think with what they're going to be able to draw up for him mm. in 12 okay. personnel, I like it. And yeah, I mean, overall, I, I like what they did. I, I I'm fairly high. I, I think Barmore at 38. Again, Belichick probably getting the inside info on whatever sort of issues he had coming in, and and Barmore is one of those guys, you know, five star talent. Can he be coached up? And and I think if forty to one defensive rookie of the year, yeah, he's real interesting. And and if he can kind of buy into the Patriot way, look out. I'm going. Uh, I'm going a minus because I think Mac Jones was their quarterback all along, and they got their quarterback without trading up, without giving any sort of draft capital. And then the rest, you know, the rest of the stuff they did in, in some of the later rounds makes sense. Picked up a linebacker, cornerback, offensive tackle, Trey Nixon at a UCF. Colby, I think, uh, kind of like that guy. So, yeah, I'm. I just suck at drafting. I think I. They, they suck at drafting, but on this, you know, on, on the surface, I don't think it's a. Uh, I La- like it. Last thing I'll say is it's it's an odd year for Belichick to have not dra- traded back and picked up equity next year when it's so very clearly. Going to be a, a a deep class next year. Yeah. And well, and, and but that kind of speaks to their their formula in general. Like he's never drafted a quarterback in the first round. He's never done all this stuff in free well, agency. I, I think Bill. He's you know, seeing seeing Brady win that Super Bowl. He's he's in uh but, he's in win now mode. I don't think Mac. Jo- I, I just you know the more that you look at these quarterbacks, the more that it's like, I, I think there were probably there. I think we might look back on this class and be like, wow, it really was Trevor Lawrence. And then like these four other dudes that we tried to find reasons why they should be up near Trevor Lawrence. And so I, yeah, I went see here, Buffalo bills. They uh, Gregory Rousseau edge rusher. That's a great pick. I Carlos think. Basham out of wake Forest, Another edge rusher. Got a couple offensive tackles. Uh, De- Demar Hamlin out of Pittsburgh. I I mean I'm uh, I'm giving the Bills an A. They went really? heavy. Wow. I mean I love I love the Rousseau pick. I think he actually could be one of the best edge rushers in the draft. I was low on Quiddy Pay. Jalen Phillips is scary because of the injury stuff and and everything else. But Gregory Rousseau out of Miami, really love him, and I just love their. Idea. So they went edge rusher hard first two rounds, offensive tackle rounds three and five. Again, I, I mean, uh, if we're just looking at positions and kind of their overall approach, I really like what they did. Always like when you snap. And I'm glad they didn't waste a first rounder on ETN. There was like rumors that they were going to do that. They didn't overdraft a running back, which I was afraid they were going to do. But strangely, I, I I wish they had drafted a running back. Yeah, uh, maybe they should have drafted someone. I wish someone, they had grabbed but. someone. I do think the Rousseau opt out. You know, uh, probably why they were, he was there at thirty. Yeah. Um, you you said you were out on all guys who opted out. Um, so True. for my team mark. personally. But uh, look, I love te- when teams have a need and they smash it repeatedly. So the defensive, you know, going for pass rushers, going for offensive linemen, it's what they needed. I gave him a B. I, I don't think I don't think they did anything special. They handled their business uh, again. I think 
you know, I'm surprised some of these teams with these, like so many of these late round picks didn't try to get out. Maybe there was no market to get out. Maybe there was no, no market to get out at all, but it, it seemed like a weird year. Cause like uh, by all accounts, a lot of the seventh round and even some of the sixth round picks are like, would be free agents in normal years. Yeah. So seems odd uh, B whatever we're talking too much. Remember 32 teams. Sean. <laughs> oh, I'm aware. I'm, I'm keeping it moving. New York jets, Zach Wilson, Elijah yep. Vera Tucker, both yep. in the first round, they moved up to get Vera Tucker. And then they added Elijah Moore at a old miss again. Maybe you knock them for making three picks in the fi- fifth round and three in the sixth, but I think they did some maneuvering out of there. Again, this, this draft class will come down to whether Zach Wilson is good or not, yep. but they drafted a they drafted a guy who they thought was a guy and an offensive lineman, Vera Tucker, who you you had you mocked. Uh, Love him. I you mean, mocked the uh, Giants taking him outside of Sewell. It sounds like part of the reason he was so coveted was he was has player or the the front offices have the most confidence he's going to be able to play day one. Uh, maybe he's there right there next to Beckton. I mean, the, this the jets team could look very different. I, I mean, we have to keep reminding ourselves, Adam Gase is gone. So uh, I love what they did, Sean. I, I, I can't believe all the A's you're slinging around. I didn't give out that many, but the jets are one of the teams I gave an a to. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I was high on uh, the jets, particularly moving over to the uh, Miami dolphins, of course, waddle. Oh, by the way, Sean, Zach Wilson, seven to one rookie of the year. Definitely someone uh that's pretty long for a quarterback who could be in a situation to put up some numbers. Yeah. And again, that offense in general, just the not being uh, under Adam Gase situation seems pretty bright. And they have them. weapons. Like it's not like an empty cupboard, you know? No, I agreed. Jalen Waddle, uh, the number six overall, of course, their maneuvering of trading down from three to 12, then trading back up from 12 to six. I, I don't know if the 12 to six. They got enough there to give up a first rounder. Although Jalen Waddle is a pretty good prospect, Jalen Phillips again at eighteen. I, I don't know. He's to me, he's a little scary with the medical, the the history of concussions. I, I would have waited on him, but I like uh, they got Lichten or Eichenberg, offensive tackle at Notre Dame in the second round. That's a strong play. I'll give him a give him a B plus again. You know, I, I should probably grade them a C because they're essentially. Buying more stock into uh, Tua, so I'm not. I'm against that, but I'll, I'll give him a B plus. I mean, I, I another team. I again, I didn't give out many A's, um, but this was one of them. And I think I like the Phillips pick, and, and I especially like the Waddle pick. I think you know they're they're kind of doing doing what they can to see what they got in Tua, right? Because they got to <laughs> figure it out. And. Uh, I think Waddle. I, I think now when we look back, like it makes sense that Waddle was a clear number two in this class with the, with the concerns about Smith's size, and, and then yeah. But then I mean Waddle too. Like he he's has, but it is crazy injury issues and and didn't really do much last year. Just having a receipt, having three pass catchers go this soon, this early in a draft, it was just kind of weird. I, I I just like what this Dolphins team has done, and I I think it's going to be like we're going to watch this Dolphins team, Sean. And, and you're gonna you're gonna be like, man, uh, either I was wrong about Tua or oh, they should have kept Fitzpatrick <laughs> because I think this is gonna be a really good team, and I think they yeah uh, they the, once the again team will be good did well in the draft. But you need to have a good quarterback, Ryan, to be a really good team. Baltimore Ravens in the AFC North, 
what do they did? Rashad Bateman at the end of the first, and then Odafi Owehi at a Penn State. Uh, added some cornerbacks and receivers late. Close, uh, you know, got a guard there in the third round. I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm pretty happy. Again, Ravens were interesting. There was nothing that like jumped out as a massive need for them. I, it did seem like they need a possession receiver, someone with a bigger catch radius, to help uh, help Lamar Jackson. So I, I don't know. I got them in the uh, I got them in the B range. There's their team. Maybe you give more credit to because they have such a good history. It's of, like, uh, yeah, you kind of have to start by assuming they they know what they're doing. Yeah, and that Ben Cleveland, uh, that guard out of Georgia, is like a massive dude, uh, you know. So that should be good for them as well. I feel like I I ticked them down to a B just because they they didn't take a line. I I think I think they had to take a lineman. It was odd. Yeah, I would have liked to see a lineman in the first round there, and uh, that's just, why I had them mocking instead of uh, the edge rusher out of Penn State. So I'm I'm giving them a B, and I, and I'm a little skeptical of that edge rusher as well uh, with that defense. Moving over to the Steelers, Ryan. Of course, uh, Najee Harris. That was the big first round pick that they got. Uh, people kind of. Uh, it's funny because everyone knew this pick was going to come. And, yeah, and like they're the they're waiting to shit on it. Yeah. I, again, I'm still anti running back in the first round. That being said, grabbing Fryermuth in the second, and then uh, Kendrick Green. Supposedly, people are high on the center at Illinois. They did draft a punter. I feel like that you should always knock teams for drafting a Presley. punter. Yeah. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go B minus with the Steelers. You know, I look at my grade, and I'm I'm wondering if I this was a product of a team that I graded early in the process. I'm gonna I'm gonna downgrade them. I'm gonna give them a C. I I think A thinking that Najee Harris is going to, I like the Najee Harris pick. If you also are able to fix your offensive line. Yeah. And, and I just, they didn't really show too much effort towards that direction. So uh, yeah, I think it, they made some good picks. The Steelers are one of these organizations that seem to draft pretty well though. Sean, so you almost have to trust that they know what they're doing, Yeah, but I'm going to, I'll, uh, I'll stand on the Island and say Steelers C. Cleveland Browns, who again people nominate them for winning the draft, and if you if you got some winners and losers, again feel free to call in on the locker room line. Greg Newsom got him at the end of the first there, cornerback out of Northwestern, and they got JOK, the linebacker out of Notre Dame, which I would have been happy if the Eagles uh, would have taken in the second yeah, round. That, that as was well. a great pick, great pick, and then you know loaded up on some uh, you know offensive defensive line, kind of rounding out the rest of their draft. Hard to really shit on uh, anything the Browns did, and again, Browns came into this draft without any sort of glaring needs. Which when was the last time we've been able to say that about the Browns, Ron? Which scares you, right? It makes yeah. you think like, what could possibly go wrong? I gave him an A. I gave him an A, Sean. This organization is being run well. <laughs> they have the pieces. They should be a threat next year. They should be a threat. Ryan, I'm just laughing. There is a guy in the YouTube chat who uh, is just—I was going to wait until we get to the, the hardest Jags fan I've ever seen in my life. Is Shout he out British? To you. you think? Uh, Afalam uh, um, sounds British. Maybe it's British. He is just—it's uh, just Jags, Jags. Trevor Lawrence, Lavisca Chenault. It is over. Sell Justin Herbert cards. Buy Trevor Lawrence. He must cards. not be a. I am telling you. He must not be a fan. I mean, obviously, I already have some uh, Chanel shares in Best Ball, Sean. We've been down this road. <laughs> yes, yeah, st- I don't know. I, I think it's 
you can try to nitpick, I guess what teams do, uh, but the Browns aren't doing anything obviously stupid here. And I think they to step up for the, the they, Browns. They seem to like they they're composed. Like they're they're acting like they've been there before. Jamar Chase, Jackson Carmen uh for the Cincinnati Bengals. That started things off. Joseph O Ase out of Texas. Uh, they also drafted a kicker in the fifth round. I'm going to knock them a little bit. I, I was uh, oh. in the case of liking Jamar chase oh. uh, at the uh, fifth pick overall. I like that idea. I, I think he's a playmaker. I, I think what they got done in the second round uh, for offensive linemen, that's fine. They have, I, 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 I feel like Higgins and Boyd are pretty good. Like yeah. why are people not, why are we just disregarding and the mixing in the back? I gave him a C, Sean. You yeah. Oh wait. So sorry. I I gave the I gave the Browns an A. Yep. And we're on the Bengals here. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'll go C plus. I wasn't. I wasn't super happy at what they did. Although I did like the Chase angle. I I I think that you makes got sense your for them. Quarterback. You got to take the left tackle. Yeah. And by the way, it is stand on the table for the player. Uh, not yes. not not bang. I know. Um. Oh wow. Okay. I was correcting myself, and you know. <laughs> oh, you were looking at me. Yeah, no, I, we were we were discussing it on the live stream, and I was bringing some information, sharing it with you. Thank you for letting me know that you were correct. Uh, Thank you for participating. Yeah, you in can't the Sports you can't pass on the left tackle for the wide receiver that the quarterback went to college for. For the same reason, you tell Aaron Rodgers to go fuck himself. Well, and I I think we got to be a little worried about Joe Burrow. The timing of that ACL. I know we're talking best ball. We talk fantasy. People are just lining up Joe Burrow. Hey, he's going to be awesome with the new weapons. Yep. I like the idea of adding on Jamar Chase. However, I do think that ACL could be an issue. Yep. And, and especially behind that offensive line. No, but I, I, I think any offensive line, he's going to have some issues because he holds on to the ball too much. Mm. And it's a, it's a, it's more about their system. Like if you're going to run five wide out, it doesn't matter what your offensive tackle can do. Yeah. He's still going to get pressure. Uh, yeah, but yeah, you're you you're right, but let's also take the left tackle because but yeah, I guess I just don't think I'm I don't think Penny Sewell is that slam dunk that everyone mm, else mm, thinks he is. Hot take. No, some people are out on Penny Sewell again, deep scouts, handy a lot of a lot of people in the scouting community um, you know, Aren't as high on Sewell as 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 those draft Knicks, Ryan. I'm just saying, he like not as high. They're still he's still like a clear left. Okay, tackle. so so I would rather have Jamar Chase and the guy they drafted in the second round than <laughs> okay. than Penne Sewell and the second round receiver. See, that, I I would probably want the other. Yeah, I I mean, obviously, it, you're making your your quarterback happy, so I get it. Yes. But he's not going to be happy when he's injured again, because Penny Sewell is not there to protect <laughs> his blind side. Houston Texans—they're up next in our draft grade selections. Houston Texans didn't have a ton of picks, still, uh, still getting their ass kicked from that Laramie Tunsil. <laughs> They're still getting their train. ass kicked from letting Bill O'Brien be the GM. Yeah, I mean, what, what, what kind of what were they thinking? First pick they mm. make in the third round, Davis Mills, and then Nico Collins, which they use draft capital to trade up for Nico Collins, which you just can't do that. 
You have five picks, none in the first and second. Who's in you, charge? Need, you need more bullets in the chamber. Who's in charge? I, I think that's just crazy. Now, like the Davis Mills thing, I guess I'm fine with in a vacuum, but uh, you know, because they need to roll the dice and take a shot on quarterback, I'm fine with it. But the Nico Collins thing is just brutal. The trade, I mean, you know, for a for a receiver there, it just makes no sense. I gave it, I gave him a D plus. I I was really not. Impressed at all? Yeah, with the you Texans know, the more there. that I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna drop it to D as well. I, I just, you can't when you don't have a pick in the first two rounds. It's tough for me to say that, like, there's so much, like, especially this year, so many of the best players came off the board in those first sixty picks. Uh, Got to be a D. Yeah. And by the way, Davis Mills, like, coming into a hot situation, <laughs> like, <laughs> what you, this is not where you want to be going as, as a professional, dude. Kids from Stanford. Now he's going down into Houston into just a complete shit show. Aaron Luckett saying the league is better with Bill O'Brien in it. Thank you. I agree. As someone who liked the ability uh, to fade Bill O'Brien in certain Bill O'Brien spots, Bill O'Brien won a lot of games for as a head coach. He's just a horrific general manager. Just give it a couple years. He's the <laughs> offensive coordinator for Alabama. Yeah, right that now. means you're He'll coming back. right back He'll up. He'll be back. Either he's going to be coming right back up. Or he's going to be at USC, college coach, suing yeah. uh, suing them for firing him for his alcoholism disease. Tennessee Titans, Ryan, they uh, started off by drafting cornerback out of Virginia Tech, Caleb Farley. Took a tackle out of North Dakota State linebacker Monty Rice, third round, Georgia. Pretty, uh, I, I don't know. What's your take on the Titans draft? Oh, they. They did what they like. So, like some teams, they overthink it. They they try to try to play some chess with themselves. They needed to replace. Uh, clearly, they need to replace Adoree Jackson. They did that. Uh, so I think to yeah, start, needed help. It's hard for me to get upset there. And then I I think they drafted uh, you know that little, little minor college football action there with <laughs> North Dakota State tackle in the second. I mean, again, it it does seem they didn't have as many late round picks as some of these teams. But why not try to get out um, and and not necessarily select guys? And then on, on top of that, they took a couple shots on wide receiver, which this is a team that hasn't done so bad on wide receiver lately. So perhaps they can find some gold there once again. I I, I didn't mind it, Sean. I gave it a B. Yeah. No. I, I guess it's nothing super exciting. The Farley pick. Little boomer busty, but at that spot probably makes sense for them to roll the dice because they needed help at cornerback and 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 that certainly could be could be the guy. And we haven't brought up future futures prices much, but I mean the South uh, Titans are plus one twenty five. Really, uh, Colts are plus one hundred. Wow! So uh, like I, I when I look at that and I look at the draft, I think I don't mind what Tennessee did in the draft, and I guess let's get to the Colts because. Yeah, again, I wasn't high on Quiddy Pay. They used their first round pick on him. Then they went edge rusher again, getting a Dio Odijingbo out of Vanderbilt, then a tight end in the fourth round. What are they drafting for here? Yeah, very unclear what the uh, uh, overall strategy it's is. It's not a great pass rushing class, so they take two of them. Yeah. If, I guess if you like Quiddy Pay, if you like the pass rusher here, Dave Gettleman obviously did not. But if and you they, like the pass could, rusher, Sean. 
Note this because you like him at ten to one then to be the rookie of the year because you think he's going to come and well, in and, and start right away. And, and Quiddy Pay, he could benefit because they already have a pretty good defensive line, and you throw in Darius yep. Leonard behind that, so he's a guy who could benefit from the situation and look better than he actually is. But again, you lost your left tackle, Anthony yeah. Costanzo. This twenty one would have been a good shot, or even fifty four. And you know Carson Wentz needs a good offensive line. You've seen what he does without one. I'm gonna go D minus. I went uh, F because you can't like literally Carson Wentz's like tick is he holds the ball too long. Yeah, and you you need to solidify that left tackle. Really? Now yeah. I read some things about uh, the guard from Notre Dame, Quentin Nelson, kicking out to tackle potentially. Why? Why would you? Why no. would you devalue one of your best assets by moving them to a, a? You hurt. You hurt two positions there, and you know normally I, I would I would be fine with the tackle moving into guard, but if you have a guard that's an all pro, like he's the best guy all at world. his position. Yeah. Why would you ruin that? And, and especially if you're going to be pulling, I, I think that's a crazy strategy. I I I, I hate what the Colts did yeah. in the draft. I don't really like any of their picks, and I just like. Why are you taking like Sam Ellinger? Like no, yeah, the Sam Ellinger shot that what? didn't make sense. I don't like that pick. I I just wish you have Jacoby Brissett still, right? You have a good roster. Yeah, take linemen. Yeah, just grab some. Just line. load up, especially with that the type of offense they run makes no sense. All right, moving over to the Jacksonville Jags. Obviously, Trevor Lawrence number one. Then they went ETN at twenty five. <sighs> I just don't like it, honestly. I'm okay with it. I, I don't like taking a running back in the first round, especially when you got some decent running backs. I would have loved to just see offensive line, defensive line, load up in the trenches. Like Jags, this is a total rebuild. Um, don't you want to see what? Don't you want to see Urban Meyer trying to do Urban Meyer things? Not really. I guess I'm not super oh, okay. interested in. But at least he's trying like that. I think I like the draft because Urban Meyer is drafting an Urban Meyer team, and that's true. It makes a lot of sense. First of all, it's hard to grade this draft low because again, Trevor Lawrence is is somehow coming into this quietly as like one of the best prospects ever, uh, not being talked about as one of the best prospects ever, going to play for one of the best coaches. Well, I think he's getting. I think he's getting talked up. Well, I guess in the sense that like there's a bunch of other quarterbacks that were all being clamored for. Okay. And and even to see his rookie of the year, only three to one. It's like this kid could be could have opportunity. Yeah. Um and, and like why is he not you know even money or something like that? But anyway, uh I, so Well, there could be a QB controversy when they sign Tebow <laughs> as a tight end. Bring him in. Th- that can I include yeah, he's definitely <laughs> joining the team, right? Oh um, yeah, why not? Yes. I mean please. Urban Meyer. And we talked. I mean, of, Sean, you like this team. This this roster is. I, I don't I agree. Like this team. You like this team with Minshew last year, the Jags. Oh yeah, and, and I was wrong. They were one in fifteen. But but I I I don't know if this is as much as a re of a complete rebuild or as like I don't know. I'll be very intrigued to see. Oh, what no, happens. they bought they bottomed out pretty hard. They did, but there were some reasons to that, right? Like there were there were bigger, grander reasons. But I'm not a Jag sympathist. God, God still does. I think hate the Jags. Sound sound like you're a sympathist. But I'm giving Urban Meyer a B. Yeah, I'll give him a B just because again, you you got Trevor Lawrence, and you know I the Tyson Campbell, the cornerback out of Georgia in the second round. That's a decent pull. Uh, Yeah, we'll see. 
we'll see on Trevor Lawrence. I, I still think there's a world where he's not the uh, he's not the best quarterback in the class. A very Ooh, a very real hot, world, right? Spicy. <laughs> Oh, hot, 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 uh, hot, 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 worth hitting on Trevor Lawrence special Ryan passing yards for Trevor Lawrence over under 41 50 and a half. That is crazy for a uh, NFL rookie, but what, what, what do you, what's your take on it? It's urban Meyer. Like they don't know. They already don't really have a great defense where they yeah. didn't last year. So let's assume that he doesn't get the defense together. Like he gets the offense together. What's that a recipe for? Well, let's we can put it in perspective here. Most passing yards by a uh, by a rookie quarterback. Do you know who it is, is, Kramer? Uh, it's got to be someone recently, right? Got to be someone recently. uh, Herbert. Close. Herbert is actually second. Uh, Andrew Luck with uh, no way. Four thousand three hundred seventy-four yards. <laughs> <laughs> Herbert was just behind him. He's second all time. Cam Newton in two thousand eleven at forty-one hundred. Uh, Jameis Winston at four thousand two thousand fifteen. Wentz was up there. He's two thousand sixteen at thirty-eight hundred. He's that kind of prospect. Yeah, I, I guess you got to go over just because, like you said, the defense still won't be there, and they'll probably be behind and, and passing a bunch. So I, I would go over there. I, I you I mean we have to assume he's gonna get the job for Minshew, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right, moving over to the AFC West. Chiefs. Chiefs. Well, again, how do you grade the Chiefs? I think you gotta put Orlando Brown yeah, as that's part of their it's part of their draft grade. They repaired the offensive one. Yeah. And that was maybe it's an A, but I gave it a B. Feels like they didn't. They didn't do enough. Creed Humphrey. They're saying uh, center out of Oklahoma. He's a day one starter. Noah Gray, the tight end out of Duke. A lot of my, a uh, lot of my deep tight end scouting is saying he's going to be. Oh, that they're actually going to be using him a little bit in some twelve personnel. Oh, and he could, you know, maybe some Ferk survives. Who is that? Who is that? Uh, Chiefs tight end that we had a couple times score touchdowns like the second tight end or third tight end. Oh man. He could be the new uh used to play in the Cardinals. Yeah, he could be the new that guy. Uh again, didn't have a ton of draft capital, so you're right. B makes sense for them. I, I'm I'm not going to I'm not going to argue there. Denver Broncos. For uh, surprising some people there, Patrick Sertan then they took Javante Williams in the second round there, 35th that, overall. That was like, why'd you sign Melvin Gordon? Like what I, I, well, and I don't get it too. Like, why get rid of Philip Lindsay uh, and then get Javante Williams? I, I like just why get rid of Lindsay in general? I that made no sense to me. Um the the Sertan thing I I guess I like Sertan. I don't I know if it was pick. their That's I don't know if there was their greatest need, but it's a very Fangio and again you're talking about a very Fangio draft here. Again, part of me wants to grade them lower cuz it is essentially them uh you know, them buying more into Drew Locke and so it does appear Elway got his way and Drew Locke will get another year barring a Barring a miracle Aaron Rodgers trade. All right. So Locke comes in, he's the starter, he sucks again, and then the butler comes in. And what does the butler do? Yeah. Know how to manage a game with a strong defense, Sean. Teddy Bridgewater. I, I don't look, I maybe they trade for Aaron Rodgers. 
they, they, to me, they get a B. I think they did the right thing. Not uh, drafting one of the quarterbacks uh, because not because they need to replace because drew locks sucks because they signed Teddy Bridgewater and he's very serviceable. We see it every time he plays football. He's not going to, He's not going to lose you a ton of games. Well, and maybe you he have, can do. Maybe he can be the Fitzpatricky type. And when you have a defense, and just I, I don't know, I just I like the element of trying to trying to do it and not panic and take Justin Fields or Mac Jones if you don't believe in them. So let's give him a B. I'm giving him a B. I'll give him a B. Fair feels about right there for the Broncos. Las Vegas Raiders. Alex Leatherwood. Everyone got super pissed off. They draft the tackle at 17, but then they then they got Trevon Morig, the safety out of TCU, who a lot of people had going in the first round. I know I did. Uh, kind of funny because the, the Raiders tweeted out, "We don't care what those draft experts say." Meanwhile, your GM is a former draft expert. Yeah. I get I get what you're going for there, and the Raiders. It's fine for them to have that attitude of like we don't care what the mock drafts say. Well, the mock drafts also are an indication of where teams are taking different guys. So you probably could have got some of these guys at a different spot. Now maybe the Leatherwood and more uh, picks cancel each other out. Like honestly, if they were switched, they probably wouldn't be getting they're, much heat. They're getting kind of killed on a lot of their picks. They are, and and I, I don't hate unlike it. The, unlike the Ravens, I don't think they. I mean, again, it's like they're they're like, hey, we we draft players. It's like, do you? Because you you have a nice little run here of just whiffing on a bunch of guys. I think in the same way that you give the Baltimore Ravens the benefit uh, benefit yeah, of the right. doubt, you lose the benefit right. of the doubt with the Raiders. I'm giving the Raiders a C. Uh, cosign. This is a C. I mean, this is this is John Gruden we're right. talking about. I, I got excited because they drafted Diablo out of Virginia Tech, and I like him. Yeah. But you're right. See, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. The San Diego Superchargers. San Diego Superchargers. Charge. Is there a better team at acquiring talent <laughs> before that talent has a chance to get injured? Yes, and uh, or, hey. or sign elsewhere. Like I mean, I love this draft. Or Sean Slater, who I I. I really like the tackle out of Northwestern, Asante Samuel Jr., Florida State. Like that as well. Then they take a shot on Josh Palmer, who people think like could be getting third receiver snaps for them. And then, you know, load up on some edge, some tackles later in the round. I mean, I don't know. A lot of mock, you know, a lot of people had him getting A plus. I'll save that, but yeah, give me a, a solid A oh. for the Los Angeles Chargers. I would, yeah, I it would I'd have to, you know, just kind of Running down, uh, it's hard for me to not think of a team that, you know, they didn't necessarily pick up equi- draft picks for next year, which is probably the thing that limits them because I think the but teams that really won this year's draft are the teams that have more equity next year when it's going to be like a double class. So, uh, but yeah, they crushed it. A definite A. I mean, they do it every year. It's just the play once the players get on the field, something happens. The <laughs> medical team starts shooting them up. I don't know. Poor Chargers. Poor, poor Chargers. I will say I did go and uh, I bet the Chargers to win the division. A tradition unlike <laughs> any other. Ryan and I uh, talking ourselves into these Chargers. But hey, if you're a Chargers fan, you know, unfortunately, the Chargers come up short in the end. Hey, if you're like the Chargers, but you're coming up short in the bedroom, mm. hey, 
you can get it fixed. There's wow. no, there's no fixing. Got serious. There's no fix in the uh, Chargers and their medical issues. Well, unless it's uh, trouble in the bedroom, then some of the Chargers they can just go to getroman.com/sgp. Mm-hmm. You're coming up short in the bedroom. You don't need to. Co- no need. Don't worry about it. Get it taken care of. You can get it taken care of virtually. The best way to get it taken care of. Again, if medication makes sense for you, they'll send it free with two day shipping. Very straightforward and discreet. Doesn't come in some giant package that says, Hey, inside, here's the uh, medication to fix your boner. No, it's very discreet. Very just, Oh, Hey, get a couple of these uh, blue jobbers, pop them in ready to go. Much like you see the guys uh, on the sidelines with the smelling salts. This could be your smelling salts for the bedroom. If you're looking to get back in the game and get fired up, get Roman.com slash SGP, complete that online visit. Again, get it done minutes. Very simple. Get Roman.com slash SGP $15 off your first month. The straightforward way to take care of your ED get Roman.com slash SGP. Get started now. Save $15 off your first month of treatment. Moving over to the NFC, Ryan. We'll save the uh, we'll save the Eagles for last. Green Bay Packers in the North. Mm. I'm looking at your grade, Kramer. It seems like you're not very happy with what the Packers did in the draft. No. They of course started with Eric Stokes, cornerback out of Georgia. Had- Josh Myers, center out of Ohio State. Amari Rogers out of Clemson. I like what they did. They again, the reason they had real trouble in the backfield. I think Stokes could be a day one starter. Mm. Again, you're drafting late in the first, so your options are limited. Josh Myers should be a good center. They lost their center. They need a little bit more O line help. Uh, maybe look to get a tackle, and they did. They got one in the fourth round and the sixth round. If uh, Bakhtiari has you know issues coming back off the ACL, so. I like what they did. Yeah, I mean the the my favorite pick is the Mississippi State running back Kylan Hill uh, in the in the last round. He could be fun in that offense. I just think there's going to be a bit of a head case possible. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not a huge fan of Stokes. Uh, I I just even not a huge Rogers, fan, but I, 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 I give just, them credit for taking a shot at fixing a position in need. Yeah, I, again, I think just not trying to get. I, I really the, the Stokes pick I thought was a bad one, and then I just Amari Rogers I I don't like he's not exciting, he wasn't I, I he wasn't even that exciting in Clemson so I I don't think if you're a Packers fan I I think you're obviously not stoked for other reasons yeah but I don't think the, the least of your concerns right now but I don't I don't think the draft is cheering you up like I don't think anything happened in the draft that's cheering you up so but, I mean also. Isn't that always the Packers draft? Like they Perhaps. don't they don't draft exciting players. They don't spend Perhaps. a lot on free agency. They have an infrastructure in place. They're always drafting two to three years ahead, which is ideally what you use the draft for. They've been very good at at picking quarterbacks. And yeah, I, they don't do exciting things in the draft or free agency, but they always seem to have a, a pretty quality team. So We'll see where it shakes out, but I'll give them a. Uh, you got you gave them a C Ryan. I'm going B plus. I, I'm not as uh, not as maybe negative. maybe it should be a B, but I'm going to stick with C. Minnesota Vikings, ton of picks, yeah. and uh, started off with the tackle out of Virginia Tech, Darisaw. Then they three th- or sorry four third round picks, including Kellen Mond, a quarterback there, Chaz Surratt out of North Carolina, linebacker. Wyatt Davis, Ohio State, All edge rusher, picks. Patrick Jones. 
Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I guess I would have liked to see them go. Now I know they did it at seventy eight, but I I think their biggest need was just defense. I mean, I, I thought their offense overall was pretty solid, and we heard Zimmer saying this was the worst defense he's ever had. I would have liked to see them address it either at twenty three or sixty six. I'm not a big Kellen Mond guy. I get it. You want a developmental quarterback, but I, I don't know. I, I, I would have gone, I probably would have gone defense in the first round. So I'm not, I'm not thrilled at what they did, but I, again, they, you know, they get a decent number of bullets here. And Zimmer, you know, he's a guy we trust to coach guys up to. So I, I trust his normally, de- but last year was no, bad. They, were, they were young. They were just really young. And I think again, he's going to have a crop here to coach up. I don't mind the Mon pick actually. I I think there's there there could be something here. This is clearly a system, you know, a, a guy that they think fits hit the system. The system is intended to make it, make it simple, Sean. Simple Kirk, systems. Kirk Cousins can be successful in it, and I think they got you know arguably the second best pure tackle, like like two way tackle with the twenty third pick. So I think that was important because I think the offensive line sucked, and I think the defense will just be better with time because Zimmer will have another year with a lot of these young guys. I think getting that tackle was critical, and that's part of what I like about what this this draft. Yeah, it's and a, that's it's, why I'm giving him an I, I, Again, I'm going. Uh, I'm not going to kill him. Uh, I just would have liked to see them take care of offense earlier. I'm going B minus, Ryan. Yeah, that's what's nice mm. about the plus minus. Give you give you a little nuance to your grading system. Yeah, it's a little, so soft. <laughs> it's soft. A little soft. Uh, I have an opinion. I did. I gave him a B minus. <laughs> They're lower than That's, some of the teams I graded B. I, I I'm high on the Vikings draft, but I feel like you have giving them a B minus is a little low. But I like it because it's your feelings. It's not my feelings. No, it's your feelings. Chicago Bears, Ryan, you are not high on them. Justin Fields at number eleven. They traded up to get him. Yep. Went up, got their guy. It's it's impressive for Ryan Pace to just have two shots at trading up for yep. a quarterback. <clears throat> you don't see that very often. Then they took uh tackles back to back in the second and fifth. Uh they got your buddy Khalil Herbert running back out of Virginia Tech. Not a position they needed. Uh yeah, but I mean in this in the sixth round, it's it's fine to take shots on guys, I think. Special he's got, teams. He's he's not a special teamer, though. He's right. not he's not gonna be a special teamer. Well, like, then maybe maybe they completely fucked it yeah. up. Really, this draft is gonna be graded um fields. Yeah, on fields. You know why I, I gave it an F? Why'd you give it an F run? That's surprising. And you know, I don't think Fields is good, right? Like yeah. trouble at the whiteboard. I, I I don't see this improving. That like Nagy with Fields isn't going to be any different than uh, Trubisky, as bad as I, that sounds. But where I'm going to kill it is you you can't trade away next year. You, under no circumstances could any no team really should have come into this draft thinking. Let's sh- let's ship away everything that's going to be worth more next year. And yeah, I, but I understand I, that you're going up to get your guy. So obviously this grade is. But if you're a, if you're Ryan a, Pace and you're not going to be here anyway, yeah. this is an A or an A. If this is like a pass fail grade. This is no. This is just you know smash the glass in case of emergency. If Justin Fields is even remotely good, it buys them two maybe three years. I, here's the thing. I'm with you. I'm not super high on Justin Fields. That being said. In this Matt Nagy system, why did why did Mitch Trubisky come in and have the success he had on that little late run? Because he was mobile and they were doing a bunch of read option stuff, which actually kind of plays into Justin Fields' strength. Did they upgrade the quarterback position? 
I, I think you could make a case that they did. I, I over again, Andy Dalton. Yeah, they maybe they right. Did. So they're, they're maybe they, they did, upgraded their quarterback position and they got help with the offensive line in the second and fifth round. Sean, which I, they I, needed help. I think there's a hundred percent chance Justin Fields is not going to be ready to play week one. And I think he's going to take some time to figure out how to play fucking in play in the NFL. Well, I would I, I would definitely take that prop bet that he's uh the day one starter. Yeah, and I don't think I'm not saying maybe he will yeah. be the starter. What I'm saying he's not gonna be ready. And I think they're gonna be very limited. And I think this is a team that has shown us repeatedly they can be bad. And I don't think they're gonna have a dominant offensive line. I don't think they're gonna have a dominant defense, right? They let Kyle Fuller walk. I don't think they're gonna be that kind of team that can 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 experience just complete shit shows on the offensive side for long periods and hold teams to 17 points and stay in the game. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't I don't think the They're setting this kid up to fail. That that's my thoughts on the situation. You trade up, you and you trade away everything next year too. So what's the plan? When are you going to make the offensive line work? Because it didn't work last year. Oh, they drafted two tackles in, in the fifth round of a draft. Well, second, second and fifth. Yeah, but, but you hear F. <laughs> F is F is. I mean, because the, to compare the, Pro Football Focus, they had an, at an A plus, and it's it seems it seems most people in the draft world are higher on Fields than you and I, but I, I still think they deserve a B. I'm going. I'm going to be here. For and I'm Bears. saying that because to do what they did this year and walk away really with just this potential blue chip quarterback, yeah, and two offensive linemen, a fifth rounder, Sean. Second. All right, the second round. One. Yeah. Say. I think that the class might have been deeper, but it wasn't very strong at the top. We talked about that a lot. We addressed it uh, after those first couple guys. So. Yeah, I mean, I I think a B is a very strong grade to me. For for you to give the Vikings a worse grade, yeah, than the Bears, that's that's extra spicy. Well, because I think they they did more to well, help their situation. I think this is a pass fail. Yeah, because if, if well, right, it's probably just going to be uh, again. It's all going to come down to if Justin Fields is good or not. Detroit Lions, very, very Dan Campbell draft class. I loved it. Penny Sewell, who again, I'm not super high on, but if he's there for you at seven, it makes sense. Um, and when then, you say you're not high on him, like you yeah. wouldn't draft him in the first round? No, I would. I'm just saying, I, I don't think, you know, people talk about there was like buzz that he's going to be this multi year all pro and that kind of stuff. I, I think. Okay. Again, I I would have went if I was the Bengals. I would I liked what they did, Jamar Chase, and then O, o lineman second round. Cool. You Lions. obviously you obviously differ, Levi. No, I, I yeah I like the I mean I, I think the Lions made they had a good draft. Yeah, no, I like what they did, Levi on Wuzurike out of Washington. Amazing quote quote. Yeah. <laughs> he's defensive lineman who says quote I like fucking people up. I like to get off the line and just put my helmet or my hands on an offensive lineman and fuck up an offensive scheme. Pretty much. I like pushing them back two, three yards and just making them feel like shit. I mean, again, Coach, you only want the kneecap. <laughs> How can you not like it? And, and I'm going to give them credit for uh, drafting for their scheme for what they're trying to do. So I'm going to give them an a bunch of physical guys. They didn't waste an a yeah, they didn't. They didn't draft receiver. They didn't waste it on stuff like that. They just went. Yeah, they uh, had a plan. I like that. They had a plan. They executed it. They needed the help in the trenches, and that's what they got done. 
they had a plan. I mean, again, right. You said it, they had a plan and when teams have a plan and they actually stick to the plan, you gotta, it's hard to grade them low. So I'm with you B. I love it. I love it. When a plan comes together, Ryan, all right, new Orleans saints, again, this team to me and this draft class, it, it, you know, it did. What was the plan here? They took the edge rusher out of Houston 28th and then Pete Warner linebacker, Ohio state. They, they took Ian book in the fourth round, horrible pick uh, who again, even if you like, even if you're rolling the dice on Ian book, he's going to be there much later. Yeah. It's not a good, I, I I couldn't really make sense of what they're doing. And again, they kind of like Peyton Turner. They're, they're in a transition year here. Um, You like Peyton Turner? I I don't mind their first couple of picks, honestly. Yeah. I just think the Ian book pick is horrible. Like, wh- why are you wasting a pick there? Yeah, I'm gonna go. You see. got Jameis Winston, baby. Well, again, they're they're clear. Saints clearly in tra- in tra- transition, trying to figure things out. This whiskey's good, huh? Yeah. No, it's I got to keep clicking on the all these fucking things all over the place. It's a fucking nightmare. Atlanta Falcons, Ryan. Who did they get? It's Kyle Pitts, baby, Hall Kyle of Famer. Pitts, lock that up. That Auto was, play. That was pretty easy in the in the old mock drafts. Richie Grant, safety out of UCF. Jalen Mayfield, tackle out of Michigan. Who there was first round buzz on him. Uh, again, I liked what they did in the draft. Uh, you know, got that edge rusher Notre Dame all the way in the fifth. Loaded up on on some linemen here, both sides of the ball. I don't know. Tough to really. Knock uh, what they did, yeah. And again, I I think they didn't fuck it up, didn't blow me away. The only thing you can knock it is like maybe buying more into Matt Ryan, but at the four spot, yeah, I, I don't know. Well, if you're gonna go, if you're gonna go in on this year and you you're not ready to say it's rebuild time, yeah, would have loved to see you come. Like I again, you know how I feel about Kyle Pitts. I'm excited to see him play. I don't know yeah, if he's an auto Hall of Famer. Receivers should be good, but if you're Atlanta, I really, I really would have prioritized if you weren't going to take the quarterback this year to trade down a little bit to try to get some some draft picks for next year, just in case. Like you're not planning for the future, and again, like maybe that's the, otherwise. I I love what they did here, and I probably would have given it an A. I'm going to give them a B because of that. I I. If you're a fan of the Falcons, you would have loved to use this. Come down a couple picks, maybe still end up with Waddle instead of Pitts, if you're really going that route. But end up with a a, a pick for next year, an extra pick next year. Well, so. and, I, and I'll say this: a lot of people did have Kyle Pitts is the best offensive player or best, just best player in the Overall, draft. Yeah. Not not Trevor Lawrence, and even some people had him higher than Trevor Lawrence. So ah, uh, it's probably a stretch, but yeah. Well, I mean, again, what are you talking positional value, tight end versus a quarterback. I think if you're buying into Matt Ryan, uh, it's tough to do better. But you're right; they left a little meat on the bone. I'm I'm gonna go B plus. Moving over to the Tampa Bay Bucks, of course, bringing back 22 of their starters, which is kind of unheard of. I think Kyle Trask at the end of the second round is that was worth- too cute. Worth rolling the dice on there. I I think Trask, his his skill set, his arm is limiting, but he seems like a kid who has the possibility. If if Brady really takes him under his wing, uh, you know I I don't mind that there in the second round. Maybe you go O line earlier, but then they took care of it, taking an interior line uh, in the third round, and Joe Tryon, edge rusher out of Washington, I just had- load up on that defensive line that's already 
causing a lot of people problems. Yeah, I mean, look, this is a team that obviously everyone's coming back, and I think the the Trask in the second round was intriguing to me because you know it would have been it would have made more sense to be. I, I well, I, here here's an alternate scenario, Ryan. Kyle Trask, d- that bowl game where he throws like seven interceptions, that doesn't happen. Or if maybe he he has like. What, he figures out a way to win the SEC championship game. It's close just, to a Heisman winner. Well, I'm just saying he was he was in the Heisman race there until the last couple of weeks. Look, like there's a world where if he wins the SEC championship game, and they were they were kind of in the mix. Sean, after the first round, we were all there. Yeah. I, I watched a lot of Florida tape after that that night. Watched a lot of Florida tape. Tony's a pretty exciting player. I think I think Trask. Uh, leaves a little bit to be desired. So maybe if, if he can get plugged in with the TB 12 system and he can, he can figure out and get that extra, yeah. extra ball speed that Brady got over the last couple of years of his career. I think he could be a player. Like you said, it, it's, but, you know, but is, should, should Tampa, should Tom Brady request a trade? Should he, <laughs> should he ask for the no, GM I mean, to be fired? Because I, drafting a quarterback in the second round, that's not a win now move. Well, Tom Brady, his entire career has been taking like what, 25, 30% less to make sure that he could pay other players on his team. Like yeah. obvious, he understands that winning championships makes him much more marketable uh, afterwards. He's betting on himself in a way that some, some of these other guys maybe aren't maybe uh, Aaron Rodgers a little short-sighted Tom Brady playing the long game. Tom Brady probably got Bitcoin. Don't know if Aaron Rodgers has Bitcoin. <laughs> Actually, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, he's he, you know, you he, know probably, I mean? he probably shits on Dogecoin for, for being worthless, Ryan. He doesn't he doesn't I, get it. We, we didn't really get into this, but as much as I don't mind Jeopardy, him wanting to host Jeopardy, kind of like an all time <laughs> douchebag move, right? Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't mind. Je- no, no hate with Jeopardy. Jeopardy is Jeopardy. Like, but if you think you're the kind of person that can like he, he host Jeopardy, you think you're smart as fuck. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Douchebag. Carolina Panthers. Little surprising here picking uh, JC Horn uh, eighth overall. I love that pick. Yeah, I, 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 I don't mind it. They, they need help on the defensive side of the ball. They take uh, Terrace Marshall Jr. receiver out of LSU. Then, then start going offensive tackle there. Brady Christensen. They got a nice backup for uh, Christian McCaffrey, Chubba Hubbard. Which Chubba Hubbard, throw him in your best ball. Because that's kind of interesting, and in the same way that Mike Davis had yeah. some real good games, Christian McCaffrey—they feed their I, uh, I, running backs. I'm—I mean, Christian McCaffrey, his total touches have kind of been insane. So I think Chubba Hubbard, fresh legs coming in there, that could be interesting. And uh, yeah, Which, well, who, by the way, not even on the board for Rookie of the Year, Chubba Hubbard that I've seen. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a minus. For the Carolina Panthers, right? Yeah, Matt Rule. He's he's building a program, and I and and Brady and I think uh, Hubbard is an interesting piece. I, I like you know I think we all like the the Tremble piece. Uh, I I think they Terrence Marshall like they nailed every pick, and I you know I think for some reason I I wanted to come down on them uh, maybe because again another team that. Uh, didn't take advantage of their situation at eight to move down, maybe pick up some stuff next year. They didn't take advantage of Justin Fields being there. And but it, I, but again, I don't. I know you're just trying to hype up what the Giants did. I'm not. I'm, I, well, but I, I don't know if the Eagles was, are, are in a great position too. Like I'm not. I'm. This is nothing to do about the that Giants happen to be in a good position. I I just think 
you know what? I'll give them an A because I, I like all their picks. All right. But but I think you know when you're building and you're in that position, unless you think J.C. Horn clearly the guy, and I think there was a lot of debate about how like the quality of these cornerbacks, you definitely could have trade. If Gettleman pulled off a trade back, Sean, as much as you want to make fun of Gettleman all the time, I th- I think all of those teams in that eight to eleven range were ripe for a trade down. I I I'm I'm fine with them staying and picking J.C. Horn there. No, I because they had a bunch of other picks. But again, they're another team where it's like the same thing. Like if they're wrong about Darnold, like it wouldn't have been the worst thing to use that move down even a pick or two. Yeah, San Francisco 49ers. Uh, Little surprising, although it was always seemingly Mac Jones or Trey Lance. The steam got going for Trey Lance late. He was the selection. Then they went Aaron Banks, guard at a Notre Dame, Trey Sermon, running back, Ambry Thomas, cornerback at a Michigan. I, I mean, I can go through here of what the rest they did, but I'm grading this all off of the move that they did to trade up for Trey Lance. I'm giving it a F. I think it was a horrible idea. I thought you were going to give it a good grade. And I thought we were going to be like complete. No, <laughs> no, this is horrible. Trey Lance has thrown 318 passes in, in you, FCS. And I love FCS. The windows are big. But what are you talking about? He played one game last year and he looked really bad do in you, FCS. Do you know, I was going to say the only, re- I gave him a D and the only reason they got a D and not an F is because they didn't take Mac Jones at least. No, Mac Jones. I I I like Mac Jones in the Kyle Shanahan system. You didn't need to trade up for Mac Jones. You didn't need to trade up for Trey Lance. If they stay at twelve, who is taking Trey Lance between them? Maybe, maybe Washington. There was buzz that Washington really liked him, but you could move. You could have moved up to eight. Why did you need to go to three? Why three? My I believe. They went to three because there was opportunity. It's like the guy in your fantasy football league that just wants to trade. And I believe they thought once they got up there, they would be able to flip it like a home in a nice part of town. It's a it's a hot year for. I don't think they had a plan when they traded. I honestly thought if there was a, so dumb, my theory. Yeah. All right. No, 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 no. I there. It's so dumb them trading well, I, up. I th- I don't think they had a plan. I think they I don't think they had a that's plan. Insane. I mean that's if and this is coming off. It as- wasn't Trey Lance the whole time because you never even like you hadn't spoken to him before that pro day. So it, it wasn't Trey Lance the whole time. So I don't think they had then a plan. That's, that's I thought they is- were going to be able to flip flip the pick back out and they couldn't. And that's wh- that's that's just reckless. If you give up all these picks they gave up to move up, you got to do it for a guy you're in love with. Your head over heels. I mean, the Eagles traded up for Carson Wentz at number two, and they they gave up a decent amount of stuff. Not nearly what the 49ers gave up because they knew the Rams were going. Jared Goff and and Carson Wentz would be there, and Carson Wentz much more the uh, whole point of career yeah, than Trey Lance. The whole point of pushing like mortgaging your future. And again, another team that won't be picking in a very deep draft next year. Um, Another reason you don't mortgage your future on a guy that like, like you said, tremendous amount of red flags, inaccurate passer at the FCS level. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, Wentz bowled out in the, in at North Dakota state, like he was very good. 
Colby, I don't know. I was talking to Colby earlier, and he was. I talking, mean, I, I watched the Trey Lance tape. I don't would, go. This is a guy you have to. Cha- he's change. six six. He's mobile. That's what you you get excited about. He like it's that Cam Newton. I thing. just don't see it. Though. It's that Cam Newton thing. The thing was, as we just learned, Cam Newton came into the league knowing how to throw a football. Yeah, and maybe you can say, yeah, he was inaccurate too. He was playing at at a high level was, SEC football. He won a national championship first in junior college, then at perfect like major college, and then like he. And I know what you're saying Sean Mac Jones only had 17 starts. Trey Lance had 17 starts, but that starts at Alabama. You're you're go you're you're basically at Triple A professional football with Nick oh, Saban. <laughs> no, but I'm saying no, like, I, I agree. It, I, being at Alabama. That's kind of a different world than being at North Dakota State. Yeah, I mean one one positive for the Niners, uh, if you 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 always love the running back that Shanahan brings in himself, Sermon, twenty five to one rookie of the year, something just to and kinda... he could he could be a fun fantasy thing, and they they're always swapping in running backs. But, but... for for a Shanahan running back to be twenty five to one rookie of the year, it's interesting. It, it was unlikely. Just, I I mean uh, the John... Trey Lance thing. I just and. Yes, I'm annoyed it messed up my mock draft, but although I still got top uh, <laughs> top 25 percent of all mock drafts, Ryan, as graded on the huddle. Well report. done, well done. Who takes the first snap for the 49ers? Jimmy G is minus 200, and again, that's this is the this is the craziest thing. He might not even be your day one starter. How is the third overall pick not the day one starter in the NFL? Sean, uh, perhaps some of the younger audience they they maybe they didn't see John Lynch play. He uh, he was a man who just lowered his head and smashed it into people. He's running things. Maybe they didn't have a plan, Sean. Maybe they didn't have a plan. I, I don't get it. Maybe because, like you said, it doesn't matter. But it is odd that you would go get a guy that you, yeah, I I don't know. It definitely seems like they fucked up. They fucked up. <laughs> they they bought a house and then fucking COVID hit and they couldn't flip it and they were a little bit underwater. Now Shanahan sucking dicks for uh, cheeseburgers. <laughs> the Los Angeles Rams. Tutu Atwell was their uh, their first pick in the second round. They call him Deshaun Jackson Jr. Guys, fucking 149 pounds. I mean, I I know you were gonna criticize um, Devonta Smith's weight, but Tutu Atwell, that's insane. And then they go uh, Ernest Jones, defensive line Bobby Brown. Uh, you know they got uh, Jacob Harris, UCF receiver. They, yeah, I mean the the Atwell pick. Atwell uh, pick doesn't make sense. Tavon, remember Tavon Austin? Yeah, he was much bigger than that. I'm going C <laughs> for the Rams. Uh you know what? Let's let's do that. I'm gonna I'm gonna bump them to a C. I I I don't know. I guess they did all right. I'll, I'll give them a C though. I just they don't really care. Like they don't care about the draft. They don't have a first round pick every yeah, year. They're not. Fine. They're not picking in the first round until like twenty twenty five. Yeah, I, guess, I mean it's working to whatever degree. Seattle Seahawks. They only had three picks. First one, fifty six overall. Yeah. They they See. get a receiver from Western Michigan. D. Come no. on, what are you what are you doing? I mean, they deserve to be why, shit on a little th- bit for for not for only having three picks. So I, I'm going yeah, D. You know what? You're right, D. I'm with you. I didn't. I didn't hammer these teams that just didn't fuck. They don't. Get, they disrespect the yeah, draft. Come on, you need. You need to give them some shit. Moving over to the Cardinals, Zayvon Collins, kind of a surprise there at sixteen. 
They've really loaded up, uh, spent a lot of high picks on uh, linebackers, which is interesting. Rondell Moore at a Purdue. <laughs> which teams are they playing? I mean, who are they trying to stop? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. To the ninety-two Cowboys. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go B minus. I don't mind the Zayvon Collins, but it, it. I guess it's just weird how I much like they're it. putting on. Uh, I. I you know they really need help in the defensive backfield, so I, I'm going to knock them down a little bit. I'll go B minus. They got you know linebackers Nedra- don't solve. They got your- they got two shots at cornerback, fourth and sixth round, but I don't know. I don't love that, so I'll go I'll go B minus. I just I think you gotta I I think you needed to take a, a defensive lineman early. I think you need either pass rush or cornerback, like you said, like that was the need, and or even offensive line, right? Like I I. I would say that Arizona is going to be a team that I'm very uh, excited to see what they are next year because people are going to start getting high on them. Zayvon Collins, I didn't get the pick at all because I, I don't know exactly what what uh, what this solves for. And Rondell Moore, like, what is that? What is that? What like what that is that really what they need? More wide receivers? Yeah, they seem fine with that. Dallas Cowboys moving over to the NFC East. Micah Parsons with the 12th pick. Then they went Kelvin Joseph, Kentucky. I uh, got some D line in there. Uh, really didn't didn't go offensive line until late in the fourth. Felt like that was uh, I don't know what they're really doing there. They they <laughs> took a ton of people with red flags in classic Cowboys fashions. Of course, Micah Parsons was involved in a hazing incident, federal lawsuit. Ball, the uh, one of the other uh, defensive guys, they or sorry, offensive tackle, Josh Ball from Marshall. He got dismissed from Florida State. Again, what do you have to do to get dismissed from Florida State? His girlfriend described him as quote not steal crab legs, quote a violent person. Then they uh, then they have Joseph Kelvin Joseph out of Kentucky who got kicked out of. LSU for violating team rules. Again, you're getting kicked out of these schools that put up with a lot of shit. Uh, I think they just, it, it'd be one thing if you had a, a strong head coach and a strong locker room presence, but they don't F where were they drafting from? <laughs> the, I mean, they were in some sort of ship. I look, they, there's nothing better than when you're reading the draft recaps and for most teams I'll, I'll read and say, yeah, this Everyone is just mocking the Cowboys for how they were reaching for these guys. They were taking guys with character concerns. Mike McCarthy, not exactly someone who's leading uh, men out there, doesn't appear to be at least. Do the do the football team, Sean. The football team, the Washington football team, Jamin Davis, linebacker, Kentucky. I feel like that's a steal, and as much as it pains me, they're kind of adding strength on strength. Such a good pick. Yeah, uh, Samuel Cosme out of Texas. Then they added some cornerback receiver help. Josh Bates, tight end out of Boise State. Then took some shots on some ed ru- edge rushers late in the seventh. Uh, you know they had three seventh round picks, which in this draft that's thin. Um, I'm gonna knock them slightly. So I'll go. I'll go. Pains me to say it, but I'll go B minus. They shouldn't be two seventy five to win the division. That that seems well. Again, they're not going to win the division because you don't win the division back to back years, Ryan. You're right, but what are the what are the Cowboys? What did the what did the Cowboys do in the draft that they're plus one fifteen to win the division? Favorites. No, I mean they got 
They got a Dakota rain back <laughs> off a horrific injury and they fixed all their defensive problems. Also the Cowboys, so much linebackers. It's like so much, so much invested in linebackers. Again, they, the, the secondary is the issue. I don't, I, Van der Esch has had his injury issues. Maybe they're just planning on moving on from him. Doesn't make any you, sort of sense. They needed to shore up the back end of the defense and they, they, they took some shots, but like you said, like the, yeah, let's go. Are they too many red flags? Yeah. Philadelphia Eagles took Devonta Smith Heisman trophy winner out of Alabama. Nice job. Sean. Happy overall with that and happy with the way they did it. They, they traded down, got an extra first rounder, moved up a little bit, gave up a third rounder to do it. They had an extra third rounder. Um, you know, you talk about how next year is supposed to be a good draft. Yep. I mean, Eagles are first or second in draft capital for mm-hmm. next year. Giants and Eagles are one and two in projected draft capital. Really? Got the nerdo Warren Sharp Sharp over there with his predictive so, analytics. Landon Dickerson, the Alabama offensive lineman, that's the one pick that I really don't like. He's just had and they they seemingly were trying to get away from these super injured players. He blew out his ACL. Again, he has a super high ceiling, but he's had so many injuries, knee injuries, ankle injuries. It's worrisome, but again, if he ends up being Kelsey's replacement, uh, I, I guess I'm fine with it. Zach McPherson out of Texas Tech, he's pretty fun. Love the Kenneth Gainwell pickup. Uh, you know, one of the uh, scouts said he was the best patch pass catching running back in the draft, so I like that as well. Well, you didn't get to see him play in 2020, so you got to hope that 2019. No, and is- and again, I I knock him down, but. For when it comes to running backs, you like a guy that doesn't have that extra year of wear like a, and tear. Like a boxer. Oh, then now you're into the opt out. No, I I think people who opted out are soft, and I wouldn't put them on their team. However, now that Kenneth Gaze, Kenneth Gainwell is a Philadelphia Eagle, love the fact that he has less miles on. Uh, right. And and he's a perfect fit for the Sirianni uh, scheme. I'm gonna go B plus. What's your take, Kramer? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, applying some level of objective. Uh, grading here. I think the Eagles, because of what they did in the draft, they were able to walk away with pieces that are going to help them next year to see and see, is this our quarterback while also picking up lots of equity in a draft. Again, look at all of these major conference teams that had like six, eight, 10, 12 players come back who were seniors who would have been eligible for the draft. Yeah. They're playing another year. It's going to be like a double draft. So it it matters, and I think if you if you you know what they they, they you know what I'm gonna upgrade the Eagles to an A. Wow! And well, they also got their oh guy. They uh, they they tra- I probably the probably a B because they traded with the Cowboys. That's that's a little, but they got yeah, their they guy. They were able to screw the Giants, which they, is always they great. got their guy, and they you it know a, it's a pretty epic run. They helped look, the Giants get to the. If you look line. back on it, they a got a great look. Um, at their uh, what's the quarterback's name? Sudfeld. Yeah, <laughs> got a great look at Nate Sudfeld at the end of the Washington game. Prevented the Giants from getting into the playoffs. Got an extra first rounder and prevented the Giants from getting Devonta Smith. It, it was a, as much as people want to give a Howie Roseman shit, and and I will if the Devonta Smith pick doesn't work See, out. I, that's a kind of a mass. I love I I love it because it prevented the Giants from ending up with the nineteenth pick. And then it prevented the Giants from drafting a 166 pound wide receiver. Okay. Ryan, let's move over to the Giants draft. They trade down, they get Kadarius Tony. 
uh, in spite of the fact that they wanted Devonta Smith. They get uh, Aziz Ujulari. Oh yeah, that was. That's did, why they traded up. Did they were they playing games to get the no Eagles the Gettleman team? Gettleman? It was obvious he wanted Devonta Smith, uh, and then they got the cornerback at Aaron Robinson, UCF, uh, edge rusher out of Northern Iowa. Little FCS act. You seen this guy? I, I mean, he's huge. Here, Dude, they said they said he uh, he, he kind of just grew like four or five inches. He had some growth spurt, and he just started lifting weight. Like he's like the classic example of like. He's either going to become this like monster or he's just going to forget how to play football once he gets bigger. All right, Ryan, I'll let you go first. How how awesome was this Giants draft? It was awesome. First, they trading down, picking up three picks next year as you pointed out, Sean, it's a very hefty draft. And on top of that, getting the Bears pick that I I'm not going to hope uh, uh, you know, optimistically it could be like the Texans. I don't think it's that far, but could we see Justin Fields fall on his face a little bit in a tough division? Absolutely right. Even yeah. Detroit's chewing kneecaps now. So starting from that point, I love it. Uh, even if you don't like Tony, who by when I went and watched the tape, I like him. Assuming that fucking Garrett can use him right. I wish they. I wish what, they. What is worrisome is that his his thing is like he's he's a raw route runner. So I mean, which I don't okay. think you pair Sean. with what. I'm Don't align yourself knock, to those draft nerds that's that you his hate. Not, that's his this dude can fucking play ball. You watch him play ball. He can play ball. And like you said, yeah, they're gonna have to find ways to get the ball in his hands probably early. But is he gonna be returning kicks or punts? Probably. Is he gonna be doing things that the Giants couldn't do last year, which is why they averaged, I think, three yards after the catch? Absolutely, he makes them better. So would have liked to see them go offensive line there. Yeah. They didn't. They didn't draft an offensive lineman. That's to me. They they signed a couple. My uh, biggest knock on the New York Giants is they whiffed on two massive spots of need on their quarterback. What's the other quarterback? Quarterback and offensive line. They didn't address, and I I think those are the two biggest weaknesses as a team. If I'm being honest, right? You're gonna give them a D plus. I I you know you made some good points about the draft capital. I'm not done yet. I'm going C minus. They drafted a pass rusher. Who was a top? T- people were mocking him in the top fifteen, top ten, top twenty. They did some good moves. I'm not. And they drafted him in, it, with the fiftieth pick in the second round. Daniel Jones past two years second most <laughs> times hit. Why? Why does he get hit a lot? A he has no awareness, and they don't have a good offensive line. And I'm looking at this list of six guys they drafted, and none of these are a quarterback who has awareness. And none of them are an offensive lineman. I, I mean, Ryan, that's why uh, they lost games. All right. okay. You're not upset they didn't do more. They didn't draft an offensive lineman. I, I would have liked to see them draft an offensive lineman. I like some of the free agents I mean, I they get, brought I in. I get maybe not but doing they, it in the first they, round. They, but they they made they're they very clear what their intentions are. They know who they want to be out there, and they they're good with the guys that they have. So, look, Joe Judge is in the building. All rise. And you know, if you want to downgrade every team that you don't like their starting quarterback that didn't draft a starting quarterback, I think you should downgrade a couple more teams. Uh, if you want to talk about the value and the execution of the draft that Mr. Joe Judge, the puppet master, and Dave Gettleman just executed, they did a pretty fucking fucking good job. And they traded back and ended up with the fucking Bears first round pick, which is going to be a top ten pick. Because Justin Fields is not a go- going to be a good NFL quarterback. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm not super high on Justin Fields long term. I wouldn't be surprised if he has like a decent first year running around a bunch in that read option. If he starts, if he starts day one, what's their ceiling for wins? Uh, I think I think they could go nine and eight. I I don't think nine and eight is ceiling. I I or maybe maybe ten and completely agree. Nine and eight is probably their ceiling, but their floor is like four and whatever that is, four and thirteen. No, I certainly, certainly the floor is there. And let's close things out. Offensive and defensive rookie of the year picks. Of course, uh, make sure you check us out. Better than Vegas sports gambling podcast.com slash BTV takes you right to the profile page. I, I feel like offensive rookie of the year. You have to go quarterback. Anything else besides quarterback is a complete waste of time. But Kramer, what, what do you, what picks do you like here? You know, running backs win it more often than you think. Uh, I pulled up the last you know, forever winners. And even if you just look at the last 10 years, it's only six quarterbacks. Hmm. So I think that would be a little surprising to you. You're right. Saquon's in there, Alvin Kamara, but oh, even uh, Todd Gurley for but fun, you Herbert, know, Kyler Murray, Barkley, Alvin Kamara, Dak, uh, Todd Gurley, Odell's in there. Eddie Lacy. Oh Jesus. <laughs> Fat Eddie Lacy, Robert Griffin, Cam Newton, Sam Bradford. So a lot of it's opportunity, right? In the times yeah. where the running backs get it, it's because they just score a lot of touchdowns. They put up ridiculous numbers. Same with the receiver. You know, Jefferson probably wins it in most years uh, to to go with Beckham. And and if you want to have some fun, uh, my man Tony is thirty three to one because the last two times a wide receiver won Rookie of the Year, man was on the Giants the first time, and Odell Beckham and the other time. Came out of Florida, Percy Harvin, a lot like it. It would happen in the return game. Uh, I'm not going to tout that though, Sean. I'm not going to go Giants. I I do think uh, for offensive, I, I'm going to go Zach Wilson. Like that, that would be the 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 future. I would definitely buy right now. Don't mind at, it at seven to one. There's no one blocking him from starting, yeah. right? And strangely, like Trey Lance has someone in the way. Trevor Lawrence doesn't, but um, I kind of like the Zach Wilson situation a lot better. I like the roster around him better. And I trust anyone that's not urban Meyer, probably a little bit better. Uh, if you like Trevor Lawrence, that price is ridiculous. But Zach Wilson at seven to one is certainly one that maybe you throw in your pocket now. Cause if he, what happens between now and opening day that doesn't put him closer to maybe five to one, four to one, like what has to happen? Injury, right? Yeah. That's it. Uh, who, who do you I, like? I threw out Mac Jones earlier, and I'm gonna go Mac Jones again here at 14 to one. The Patriots, as much as they're annoying and we hate them, it's a baby fucking wheel, man. They're they're a good team. You give Mac Jones, you know, a guy who's gonna gonna kind of do the right things, check the right boxes. You put him in that Josh McDaniel system, and you give him that double tight ends. That twelve personnel that I think will be very simple for him to use. It, it just seems like the Patriots again. They're still the Patriots. They're they're probably going to have more wins than the Jets. Trey Lance. I think there's a legit chance he doesn't start day one, and he's so raw. Uh, Justin Fields again. That I, I think there's a world where he's better than than we think overall. But a five to one, three to one, Trevor Lawrence and Trevor Lawrence too. They're gonna have to win like six or seven games. I mean, Mac Jones, I think his floor is pretty high in my mind, just because he's gonna be playing on the Patriots. I mean, the Patriots are seven and nine without a quarterback last year. They, I, Cam Newton. Who's he throwing it to? 
Like that's the concern. Uh, right? I, I, Nelson Aguilar again. I, I he think was great when he had like. That's true. Jalen Waddle and Devontae Smith. I don't think he's gonna look amazing. It's not gonna be like Herbert with these like beautiful deep balls that are dimes. Fucking it's just gonna be talent. a guy that's gonna win ten, maybe eleven games for the Patriots. And if you can get the Patriots back into the playoffs, which I don't see Bill Belichick back to back years not being in the playoffs. If you can be a rookie quarterback, take your team in the playoffs, you're almost locked in. Well, I, I would say this, Kramer. Which one of these teams, these quarterbacks, have the best chance of making the playoffs? To me, it's Mac Jones. And if you're a quarterback and you get your team in the playoffs, you're a lock for rookie of the year. I know you. Ha- I know we hate Cam Newton. Yeah, I, but I I think you're overvaluing. Like I I need to see this Patriots team do something. Okay. I need to see Mac Jones do something. Honestly, I'm not very high on Mac Jones. But I mean, the price is right. It's a but, great price. But to my to my playoff point, you would agree. I think that's your best argument, and he's the farthest out of these five. No, from the perspective of if you want to take, you know, more than half the time, it's going to be a quarterback. You want to yeah. take the quarterback with the longest odds. We don't think there's a dark horse like middle round quarterback who could pop up here, like Davis Mills, grab a starting job in Houston and put up some num. No, I'm just. I mean, uh, who is a first round court, a non first round quarterback that won Dak Prescott, 2016, fourth round. That's true. But they had, they had like a competent team around him. I mean, that Houston team's pretty bad and I'm not, I'm not high on their coach. Yeah, no. And then, so the other thing, which running back is in a situation to put up enough, put up enough numbers. I I don't think it's going to be a receiver. So do you like any, could it be Travis Etienne in a urban Meyer style offense with no defense? Scoring, you know, eighteen touchdowns, uh, yeah, twenty-five to one. Trey Sermon in Shanahan's offense, twenty-five to one. I don't know. I I would buy so your Zach. official pick, Zach Wilson. I would say Zach Wilson, and if you want a long shot, uh, Trey Sermon. Okay, moving over, defensive rookie of the year, Kramer. You want to kick things off? Well, same thing, Sean. You want- this is a defense is a crapshoot. Well, I I think you can eliminate cornerbacks. I don't, you don't, it happened a couple times recently. Doesn't typically happen. And I think for it to happen, it's going to take someone, you know, flashy interceptions, interceptions return for touchdown. So I eliminate them. And I say the easiest way, the easiest path to winning the rookie of the year is to have a shitload of tackles, linebacker, or sacks. Yep. Sacks are the easiest way. So I think you want to look at a guy like uh, you know we said Quiddy Pay. If you like him in that situation, I do not. He's great odds at ten to one. But I am going to go to Jamin Davis, already on a good defense. Yeah, he's going to be able to put up numbers with that front in front of him at twelve to one. I think he's just going to stat collect stats a little bit like Darius Leonard, and and he's he, it, like the defense is going to be good. And he's going to be collecting all yeah. of these tackles. No, that's a good. I mean, that's a good angle. I like your angle. Of, I have a second one of fading the uh, fading the cornerbacks. I'm going to go Gregory Rousseau. Same type of thing. Uh, again, Bills defense not as good, but I think they need that pass rush. They're going to put him in, and I think they do have good linebacker and cornerback play. So he's going to get some. Yeah. He's going to get some help on the back end. And also, I mean, that Bills offense put up a ton of points. So when you're yeah, playing, they've been ripe. They what, need it. You know, if you're if you're a defense and you're playing with a lead as a pass rusher, you know they're gonna throw the ball. That makes your job a lot easier. So I'm gonna I, I like Gregory Rousseau at sixteen hundred. 
They have been, yeah, ripe for a pass rusher. The, the other guy I would throw in there, we discussed Barmore earlier, kind of, you know, for the same reason. If you think the Patriots are going to be a playoff team and Barmore comes in and contributes at 40 to 1, that's pretty crazy. But I would say, oh, uh, Baltimore Ravens, you, you're telling me you, you couldn't see the Baltimore Ravens having a pass rusher that's productive enough to be the rookie of the year, just like Terrell Suggs was back in whatever year Terrell Suggs won the rookie of the year. Uh, feels like the kind of franchise that can plug a guy in and immediately be productive. He's twenty to one, Sean. That I I think you buy that ticket now too because I think the other the other last one I'll give you out is uh, go again, kind of similar angle that you had for Jamin Davis, but double the almost or a little bit over double the price. Joe Tryon on that Bucks defense. Now he's going to be competing for snaps and opportunity, but if he a little injury. Maybe he just really shines. Again, that defensive front is is very strong. We saw what they did in the Super Bowl. You throw a young stud like Tryon in there, and they're doubling other guys and and letting him run free. Uh, Twenty five to one, you could certainly see him making an impact. Yeah, and I and I think, you know, I I, I do think when you look at it, it it's not the. I think cornerback is just you, you got to get lucky, and you want to you want to complete dark horse. Sure. The linebacker that uh, the Vikings selected, Surratt, stat collector. If he, if that offense is putting up points and that defense is still bad, he could put up a shitload of tackles. And we could be—he's sixty-six to one right now, Sean. If he gets the job, sixty-six to one. Mm-hmm. He's not going to be sixty-six to one anymore. He can get a shitload of tackles. That might matter. I don't know. Like it, Ryan. Like it. All right. That'll do it for the podcast. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. Make sure you tune in tomorrow night. Going to be doing a live a best ball draft with Underdog. Use that promo code SGPN over at underdogfantasy.com. Sign up now before it's too late to get your $25 free entry into the best ball mania, $2 million. Make sure you drop a review over an Apple Podcast for Merch Monday. I'm looking at a potential winner. Right here, tune Ooh. in on uh, Twitter at Gambling Podcast every Monday, announcing some winners, hooking them up with some free merch for the Sports Gambling Podcast. I'm Sean, stacking the money green, and he is Ryan. All rise, Kramer. Let it ride.